0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
1: chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW void are prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. You're about to experience a life-giving message from Bishop Kevin Foreman, the people's bishop and pastor of Harvest Church. We exist to lead people to totally love God, love people, and love life as one church in global locations. Find out more on our website at www.harvestchurch.church or get our app by texting the word harvest to the number 55498 your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you so bless what blesses you in our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give now here's today's life-giving message
0: in my year of jubilee I'm expecting celebration, emancipation, and restoration every day in Jesus' name, amen. God, please, God Almighty, please speak to us tonight, God. And I pray that you just not feed the people, but I pray that you feed the chef tonight. I pray, God, that you speak with clarity. I pray you speak with strength. I pray you speak with power and let miracles, signs, and wonders follow this word tonight in this building and online. We're hungry. Come on, Wednesday, open your mouth and tell the Lord, say, God, we are expecting. Now speak, Lord. Now speak, Lord. Clap your hands like you're expecting. He's going to meet your expectations and exceed it tonight in Jesus' name grab a seat let's go to work so we started this series uh, on sunday called fire everybody say fire sunday i told you that our god is the god of fire deuteronomy 4 and 24 for the lord your god is a consuming fire which means he's not just a fire he's a fire that moves here's what i love about our god our god is a god of movement which is why whenever you feel stagnant that's proof that there's something demonic that's going on because our god is a god of movement he is a consuming fire which means he's moving in genesis when we're introduced to the lord we're introduced to the spirit hovering or moving over the face of the waters you never ever see god stuck and stagnant in one place even when jesus is doing miracles jesus is always moving from place to place from city to city why because it's difficult for the enemy to hit a moving target mm. god is a god of movement open your mouth when they say he's a god of movement So he's not just a fire. He's a consuming fire, which means when his fire is burning, that his his fire is moving. This fire is changing things. This fire is making sure that there is productivity. The Lord your God is a consuming fire. And what does that mean in Hebrew, in the language of our Old Testament? It means that he burns some things up. Hear me. Whenever God is on the scene, everything should not remain the same. There's some things that have to be burned up. There's certain thoughts that have to be burned up. Certain attitudes that have to be burned up. Certain relationships that have to be burned up. certain people in certain seats where you gotta burn them up out to sea because they become ineffective in the seat then it means to consume and to devour. There are certain things that God says, I'm going to devour. In other words, this will not be present anymore. Hear me, never look at anything in your life that you call loss as loss. It's not loss. It just had to be devoured. Let's talk. God said, I needed to get that up out of the way. I needed to devour that thing so that that thing would not impede your progress. Could it be that what you were holding on to so dearly actually needed to be devoured because it's the reason that you couldn't make it to your destination? in the first place could that friendship have needed to be devoured so that uh, you can move to your next could it be God needed to devour your comfort because you would never change because of how comfortable you were could it be that God needed to devour what you used to lean on because you were leaning on people but you weren't leaning on the I need you to open up your mouth Wednesday please say he's a consuming fire it means to burn up, to consume, to devour. And then it means to dine. Say dine. So this means that God says, uh, watch me, he's, because he's a consuming fire, you see this, uh, this uh, kind of fire that God is with the burning bush. Say burning bush. When Moses is uh, interacting with God, one of his first interactions, when God calls him, God calls him and appears as a burning bush. The fire is consuming the bush, but it is not whittling. It is not being destroyed. It's devoured, but it's not destroyed. And for some of you, this is exactly what God's about to do in your life. he's devouring things, but he's not, but he's not destroying you. Okay. See, for some of you, as much hell as you got going on right now, you should have lost your mind. But God's a consuming fire. It's like a burning bush experience. So this means dying. Everybody say dying. In other words, God says uh, to dine is a very unique word because God says this means I'm gonna sit up and I'm gonna sit at the table and I'm going to talk to you. So, Moses, when I want to introduce myself to you, I will introduce myself to you and have a conversation with you through a fire. But some of you keep saying, God, I want to know you. So God says, Let me start a fire. God, I want to know more about your word. Let me start a fire. God, I want you to give me my calling. I'll start a fire. God, what's my assignment in the earth? I'm gonna start a fire. God, what was I created to do? I'm gonna start a fire. God. God, where am I supposed to move? I'm going to start a fire where you live. Y'all ain't going to send it to me? God, what am I supposed to do? I'm going to start a fire because we are about to dine, And if we're going to dime, this means you and I are going to sit and we're going to talk. We're going to sit and we're going to talk. Can I give you revelation? If we're dining, that means there's got to be something that's on the menu. So the question is, what's on the menu? I prepare a table for you in the very presence of your enemies which means god says if i'm gonna dine, you're gonna have some enemies you're gonna have some obstacles you're gonna have some things that are trying to block you trying to stop you but you and i are about to sit down and we're about to have a meal and we're about to feast on your enemies come here the bible says that your enemies will be your bread let's go let's go somebody say dying i need you to shout that word shout dying Okay, pay attention, pay attention. So so, so, so when the children of Israel, uh, when they are getting ready um, to take the promised land, 12 spies go out and these 12 spies go out, 10 come back with a negative report and uh, 12 come, two come back with a good report, all right? Two, two is the biblical number of witness. Their names were Joshua, And Caleb, Joshua's name was changed from Hoshea, that was his original name, which means God can save, to Joshua, which means God has saved. Pay attention. Caleb, his name has several meanings, but the root of it, it means to be ferocious like a dog. Pay attention. Uh, So God says, I can save, but I need you to be ferocious. (laughs) I don't need you to be a punk. I don't need you to be weak right now. I don't need you crying to the wrong people right now because they're going to talk you out of something. For some of y'all, God says, I need you to be ferocious like a dog right now. Would you just touch somebody close to you and say, you're going to have to be ferocious. Say, I stir up the Caleb on the inside of you. Tell them, y'all, say, I stir up the Caleb on the inside of you. So Joshua means God can save, but Caleb means you're going to have to be ferocious like a dog. So these two come back with a good report, and they say we can do it. They say the protection has departed from them. They are our bread. So now let's connect this to Deuteronomy chapter 4. Now, God says, whenever I am ready to dine with you, God says, I'm going to start a fire. But what's going to be in the midst of the fire are your enemies. And we're going to use your enemies as your fuel. What's an enemy? Anything that opposes your forward progress. Which means the more you try to stop me, the more ferocious. You're... Y'all ain't gonna talk to me. The more you try to shut me up, the louder I'm gonna get. The more you try to stop me, the more I'm gonna keep on pushing. I wish you'd touch somebody close to you and tell them say, burn, baby, burn. burn. Come on. Say, burn, baby, burn. burn. You are unstoppable. You are unbreakable. You shot you. Come on, let's go. So God says, I'm a consuming fire. I'm a, there's some things I'm going to burn up. There's some things I'm going to consume. There's some things I'm going to devour. There's some things that we're going to dine about. I'm going to introduce you to me. But when I introduce you to me, it's going to be over a plate of your enemies. You're going to know that your God is God because you're about to see what he does to what's been coming against you. You're going to know that your God is God because you're about to see him smite your enemy in front of your face. You're going to know that your God is God because no weapon that is formed. Come on, let's go. Let's go. Then it means to eat or eater. God says, I'm an eater. And then finally it means up. So pay attention. When God says, I'm a consuming fire, anytime there's fire, God says, I'm ready to take something Okay, now I need you to speak this over your life like every area of your life is about to go up. When I, holler, when I get to three, you're going to holler up, and I don't want any music because I don't want you hiding behind the music. In the building and the line, online, you type in all caps. If you don't even know how to use all caps, just put a bunch of random marks in the comments, and we'll interpret that as tongues for going up because every area of your life Hear me, wherever there's a fire burning, God says, that's because I'm about to take that area. One, two, three, out. Now push it with a praise. Let's go. Look, he is a jealous. He is a jealous God. Now jealous doesn't mean God wants something that you have because what you have he gave you. So... He doesn't need to be jealous over what you have because I remember one time there was a celebrity that said, I I read the Bible and I just didn't understand why God would be jealous of me. Baby, he's not because everything you got, he gave you. Jealous means he's impassioned. God says he's passionate about you. See, this is why I have a difficult time tolerating passive people because if my God is passionate about me, why in the world? I want to say something else. Would I let you be passive about me? When God says, if they mess with you, I got you. If they, he's passionate about you. Would you lay your hands on yourself say, God is passionate about you. God passionate. Oh, God says, I'm so passionate about you that if you make your bed in hell, I'll come right there and be with you. I'm with you on the mountain and in the valley. I'm the friend that sticks closer than a brother. I'm a mother when you're motherless, a father when you're fatherless. I am that that I am. Come on, open your mouth say, he's passionate about me. So, if he's passionate about you, then you have to be careful that you don't allow people around you that are passive about you. Because how is it that my God, my God is passionate, but you passive? Look at the neighbor say, don't allow passive people in your life. See, watch me, watch me. If they don't get upset when somebody's talking about you, they're too passive about you. See, if you can sit there and say, I just let them talk. Well, what the hell do I need you for if you're going to sit there and let somebody talk? And I'm not cussing. Hell is a Greek word, Gehenna, which means hot trash. Take that to the trash. Come on, say he's passionate about me. God says, I'm so into you that even when you're acting crazy. That even when you run from me, God says, and I'll be standing right there. Even when you're the prodigal son or the prodigal daughter, the Bible says that when the father saw them from afar off, that the father looked and the father was letting the son know you can still come home. And for somebody watching tonight, you've been far away from God, but God is so passionate about you. He says, you better come home and you better come home tonight because in one night, God can do what he hasn't done in years. Come on, somebody shout, burn, baby, burn. So what is fire? Fire, it comes from this word, peer, which literally means this. It means it transforms all that it touches so it's never the same. If you look on one side of the screen, you'll see an area, um, uh, and there's two examples. You'll see an area side by side before a fire, then after a fire. You'll see uh, on the other, you'll see top bottom, you'll see the bottom is before the fire, The top is the after the fire, which means once fire touches something, it never, ever goes back to being what it was. Now, Bishop, why in the world are you teaching fire? Because this month that we're in, September, and frankly, because this is prophetic, it doesn't matter when you watch it. All you got to do is make it for where you're at. All right, um, but because uh, the month we're in September, when September was being named, it actually was named through the Greco Roman culture. When the Greeks were conquered by the Romans, there was a conglomeration and a convergence of many things in their culture. And so, and they created the month of September. Um, September was named after their fire god, which means every time you say September, what you're really saying is fire. You better hear me, which means God says, I set you up and put you in a month of fire because your life will never, ever be the same after some of y'all. I don't, uh-uh. please, 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 please in the building and online, just say my life will never be the same after this month. Oh, cause you you're about to walk in what you worship for. You're about to possess what you prayed for. You're about to see what you've sown for. Please say my life will never be the same again. So what did I teach you? That fire is spiritual. Say it's spiritual. So natural things teach us spiritual principles. The Apostle Paul makes this point very clear. Isaiah 4 and 4. Pay attention. Deuteronomy four twenty four. Isaiah 4 and 4. 4 is the biblical number of creativity. Let's go. So it says he will cleanse the bloodstains by a spirit of judgment and by a spirit of fire. Let's stop right there. God says, whenever I want to clean something up, I send a fire. See, for some of you like God, will you help me clean my life up? He said, I sure will. Let me set some stuff on And when you say fire, Wednesday, I can't just have your fire. If somebody's house was on fire, you wouldn't say, hey, hey, excuse me, excuse me, pal. Hey, pal, your house is on fire. You wouldn't say that. You would fire. You would holler at them because you needed to get their attention that something is about to change everything. So whenever God wants to change something in your life, whenever God wants to clean up your credit, clean up your marriage, clean up your family, clean up your mind, clean up your life, Clean up your finances. God says, I will send a fire. Let's go. He will cleanse by your spirit of judgment and by a spirit of fire. Judgment means correction and spirit. Fire means force. God says that I will correct some things by force. See, for some of you, God says, I'm about to do something you've not seen because you've knocked on doors and you've not seen those doors open. So God says, since they wouldn't open, I'm about to start a fire and the fire is going to force it open. Y'all ain't going to talk... Y'all ain't going to talk. It's going to force it open. Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Look at me. There's some people that have tried to keep you out of certain uh, areas, that have tried to keep you out of certain things. And God says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start a fire on your job because I'm about to force you into what they tried to keep you up out of. Wednesday. Wednesday. Some of y'all got some family members that are hard-headed and they keep giving you hell about putting God first. They keep giving you hell about worshiping the Lord. They keep. So God says, I'm about to start a fire in your family and I'm about to force them. Every knee has got to bow and every tongue has got to confess. I will force them to bow the knee. And I will force them to put some respect on your name. I wish you're going to touch three people and say, God's about to force it. He's going to force it. You may not want me to have it, but he's going to force it. You may not think I deserve it, but he's going to force it. You may try to block me, but he's going to force it. And to force it, he's going to start a fire. Let's go. Say, this is spiritual. Say, this is spiritual. If it's spiritual, this means it's not bound by natural laws. So what are some natural laws? One, time. Time, uh, we live in chronological time. One, two, three, four, five, five, four, three, two, one. That's a Greek word, chronos, for time. Now, chronos is one of the Greek words for time. The Greeks had something really interesting, though. They had two words for time. One was chronos. One, two, three, four, five. five four, three, two, one. But then they had something called kairos. And Kairos wasn't a quantity of time, it was a quality of time, which means in one moment, I could get the same value of several hours. See, for some of y'all, you shouting about hours and hours and hours. God says, but I'll do it in seconds and minutes and... So... So what fire does is fire gives you kairos moments. Let's talk. Because watch me. With fire, I, I, when God starts a fire, it will accomplish something for me much more quickly. Fire can go into my past to clean something up, but it can go into my future to prepare the way for something. It's not bound by time, which means God says, I can start a fire in 2023 that goes back and expunges your 1989. Okay. Okay. I can start a fire in 2023 that goes back and fixes the messed up relationship you were in. From Okay, time, time, then location, then location, which means pay attention, it's not bound by location. So because this is spiritual and it's not bound by natural law, fire doesn't just burn where I can see it. If you've ever studied or looked at uh, the forest fires when they happen, um, sometimes they will start in one place way far away. But then that fire spread. It spread, watch me, because it wasn't bound. Because a fire is going to force its way to anything that it has access to. And for some of you all, you got to hear me. God says, I'm starting fires in places you don't even live yet. Let's talk. Let's talk. Let's talk. I'm starting fires in places and you've never necessarily been there. But fire is not bound by location and it's not bound by Distance, time, location, distance. A few of those are natural laws, which means that I can use my mouth to start a fire tonight that can go into my December. I can use my mouth to start a fire tonight that can go into my 2024. I can use my mouth to see. See, some of you, you wait for the day to get there, then you decide what it's going to be. But we are spiritual people, which means before Thursday gets here, I'm going to tell it what it's going to be. And I will say that this is the day that the Lord has made. And I shall rejoice and be made glad in it. I know it's going to be a good day because everything in the day God made and everything that's in the day God made it for my good. And I get to create with my mouth. Numbers 14, 28. And he will give me exactly what he heard me say. So I declare that it's going to be some fires. That's going to go ahead of me and clear the way for the rest of my September. I declare there's some fires that are about to go back. I just heard the Holy Ghost. He's about to burn up your tax debt. I don't know who I'm talking to, but the Holy Ghost says I'm about to go back and I'm about to clear up some stuff in your past. On three, release of praise. One, two, three, go. I'm about to clear the way in your future, but I'm about to clean up your past. I'm about to clear up your future. But I'm about to clean up your past. Shout fire. fire. Let's go. Fire is paradoxical in nature, which means it's simultaneously contradictory. Two things that are said at the same time that don't seem like they could possibly be true at the same time. How am I hot and cold at the same time? How am I happy and sad at the same time? You have been so mad that you, was, that you were glad. You, you, ever, you ever gone, like your anger ever went to 100, but you were so angry it really came back to like a zero? And you was walking around just smiling, hey, 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 you're not mad? I'm so mad that I'm not. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one. <laughs> you ready? Okay, so, so, so what is this? Fire means this. It means antagonism, hostility, and opposition. At the same time, passion, excitement, and zeal. Antagonism. Hostility, opposition. Antagonism, hostility, opposition. Antagonism, hostility, opposition. At the same time, it's passion, excitement, and zeal, which means the thing that's antagonizing is actually what's making me more passionate. I would've quit had you not antagonized me. How many things have you actually seen through because of the antagonism? You weren't gonna play, but when they said you couldn't, oh, now I'm gonna, you shouldn't have said nothing to me now. You shouldn't have put your mouth on me. The hostility, right? It's the hostility. It's the hostility. It's the hostility. Like, the hostility actually gets me excited because I begin to wonder to myself, why are you fighting so hard to stop me? Could it be that there's something about me I don't yet know about myself? So sometimes I feel like Jeremiah, even though I said to myself that I want to quit, it's just like, fire that's shut up in my bones, which means I can't stop. And if it's in my bones, this means I can't get it, which means I can't put it out. Then opposition, opposition creates zeal. It's like, come on, like, come on, like, try to, I'm gonna keep trying to go past you and you just, you keep opposing me. It's like, now see, watch me. If I don't have a revelation, I think, well, maybe I'm going the wrong direction. But since fire forces its way, what I do is I keep going until God gets you out of my way. Because it's your opposition that actually is giving me zeal. Come on back, come on back, come on back. In other words, if you were smart, you would have left me alone. Because I maybe would have stopped here. But because you kept opposing me, it made me want to say, what's on the other side? What? And I came to tell somebody tonight, you got to keep going because you need to see what's on the other. There's something over here. Let's go. So God uses fire. And Luke, we see this in Luke twelve forty nine, I have come to ignite a fire on the earth. Thank you. I have come to ignite a fire on the earth. God says, I came to start fires. Which means, anytime you see a fire in your life, look at me, the enemy doesn't control fire. So, this is why when you rebuke the devil, nothing happens. This is why when you say, I command all this demonic activity to stop, it's not demonic. God is fire and God starts fires which means anytime you see any area of your life on fire you need to say that's God that's God somebody say that's God Uh that that means we don't respond to fire the same way other people do most people when they see a fire they run from the building when they see a fire they run from the fire we are those that when we see a fire we run why? that's God right there And I came to tell somebody tonight, you need to change directions and run toward the fire. Look at somebody, please say, that's God right there. Let's go. Let's go. So I taught you a few things on Sunday, and I got to get to this. This revelation is is so good to me. It's so good to me. It's so good to me. Uh, I taught you on Sunday that God uses fire for your protection. And there's another word for protection that begins with A. It's your aegis. God uses fire as your aegis. Say, he's my aegis. Zechariah, excuse me, Zechariah 2 and 5, I will be to her a wall of fire all around. And I talked to you on Sunday that God says, I will literally put a fire around you um, that will protect you, which means anybody that tries to reach for you will get burned. Everybody look at me. This is why some people you know are always going through. They're always struggling. It's because they were secretly trying to reach for okay. They don't talk over here. Whenever I see people around me that are in a constant struggle, I recognize that there's means there's something that they didn't reach for. That the penalty was that their hands had to burn. Y'all better hear me. See, there's certain people, there's certain people, there's certain people that in your life, watch me, if there's a wall of fire around you, this means that the only way to touch me is that, watch me, you're gonna have to be burned. And for some of you, you keep trying to figure out, I've been praying for them and nothing changed because you didn't know, watch me, the conversations they had when you weren't in the room. You didn't know the trash they talked when you weren't in the room. You didn't know the mess that was going on when, they, when you weren't in the room. So God said, I'm going to burn her butt so that she learns to keep her mouth. Okay, y'all ain't going to talk to me tonight. I'm going to burn him so that he learns to never touch you. Look at the person next to you. Say, God going to make sure they learn. He's going to make sure they learn. He's going to make sure they learn. He's going to make sure they learn. Oh, I've watched them do this. He's going to make sure they learn. Matter of fact, we're about to release a praise. Watch me. I don't have to get even with anybody. If you reach for me, you're about to get burned. On three, put a praise in the atmosphere. One, two, three, go. Watch your reach. Watch your reach. Watch them pause. Watch them pause. Watch your reach. Watch your reach. Because he'll burn you over me. Look at the neighbor and say, he'll burn somebody over me. Facebook, he's going to burn somebody over you. YouTube, he will burn somebody over you. Why? He's passionate about you. Let's go. Let's go. He says, "I will be a wall of fire all around." Watch your reach. Watch your reach. You never have Listen, don't you be telling people, you need to know who I am. No no uh Watch your reach. Cuz that fire going to teach you not to talk. That fire going to teach you to hush your mouth. What you can't cure going to teach you to watch your mouth. Y'all ain't going to say nothing to me. Okay, watch me. Watch me. You, you, you don't have to announce all of who you are. God says, I will be a wall of fire all around. But you, have to, you better do right by me. Look, 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 you ain't got to go color purple on them. Till you do right by me. I don't know what this is. Look at your neighbor and say, you don't have to do all of that come on, YouTube, come on, Facebook, come on. Just tell them, say, you don't have to do all of that. God says, if they reach for you, worst thing you could do is do me dirty. Worst thing you could do is think you're going to sabotage me. The worst thing you could do is think that you're going to block me. Worst thing you could do is think that you're going to stop me. You ready? Because he's my wall of fire let's go <laughs> let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go let's go so if there's a wall of fire around you what does this mean this means that everywhere you go this wall comes with you and it's around you which which pay attention which means any environment or any place you go into you will always feel separate distant let, 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 me, let me tell you how to really know if you're a fire person. And everybody can't respond right here. So in the building in no online, let me let me just check it. See, when you when you really have this wall of fire around you, which means you got to be on fire. If you really have this wall of fire around you, this means, watch me, I don't have that many people I really deal with. <laughs> A lot of people know me, but I don't know. Okay, y'all ain't gonna say nothing. Y'all ain't gonna. Talk. A lot of people know you, but you don't have a lot of people that you deal with. Why? Because when I walk around, fire shows up. And unless you own fire, my fire is gonna keep you away from me in the first place. Hold on, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. Can I just get you to thank God for everybody that your fire kept away from you? Come on youtube come on facebook because your fire kept you out of some relationships your fire kept you off of some jobs your fire kept you away from some people your f- see 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 when this is real for you you don't really you can count on one hand and truth be told probably half of that hand if you're talking about I got 80 friends, baby, bye. You ain't on fire. You're cold. You're lukewarm. Because everybody can handle lukewarm. But everybody can't handle the heat that you. Somebody say, I'm coming in Hot. You can't handle this heat, then you should get up out the kitchen. But I'm not going to be a lukewarm person because it makes you feel comfortable in your average. I came to tell somebody tonight, keep your standard high. Keep your excellence high. Keep your demands high. Keep your expectations high. Don't you drop them for no lukewarm tired. Folks, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. (laughs) Okay. Next that's God, God uses fire to ameliorate you so so he's your aegis to ameliorate I gotta gotta alliterate which means I gotta give you all A's so I'm gonna give you some nice good words tonight, it's your aegis and then he ameliorates you which means this makes you better so now you can use it tomorrow you can say you know what God is just taking me through an amelioration process And people gonna be like what you talking about Oh, I'm too hot for you, though. (laughs) You you, you ain't ready for this. You ain't ready. You You don't even know what this means. Google it. Let's go. Zechariah 13 and 9. I will put this third into the fire. Now, I like the fact that he only puts part because this teaches you a principle. That sometimes God only puts parts of your life in the fire at one time. Can I go deeper? We're tripart beings. Spirit, subconscious mind. We possess souls. Conscious mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. And we live in physical bodies. I'll put this third, one third of you. Which means sometimes it's going to feel like your natural you is in the fire. Sometimes it's going to feel like your spirit's in the fire. Sometimes it's going to feel like your soul is in the fire, your mind, thoughts, will, and emotions. God says, sometimes I can't put all of you in the fire because it's too much at one time. And I know exactly how much you can handle. Which means whatever fire you're in, please open your mouth. Say it's not going to kill me. Say it will ameliorate me. And some of y'all, you're still struggling with the syllabus, the, the syllables. So just say Emilio Estevez. Emilio, ain't that ain't that the dude from Mighty Ducks? Ain't that the guy from Mighty Ducks? Just say yeah, Emilio Estevez. You okay? <laughs> Just say that, it sounds the same. (laughs) I will put this third into the what? Fire. And what is he gonna do? And I will refine you as one refined silver and I'll test you as gold is tested. God says, I'm gonna make you better. To refine means to make better. Re, again, fine. This has a process, it's called metallurgy. And what is metallurgy? It takes material that's raw of little value. I told you my story on Sunday in both experiences, about how uh, when I was shooting this movie for Promise Keepers, they gave me this gold ore. Gold ore is raw gold. Raw gold isn't worth much, but I didn't know that. They said, this isn't worth much. They gave me a whole bunch, because I was shooting a movie we had to go up to Idaho Springs. They gave me all these vials of gold, and I was like, I'm super rich. You know, I was like, <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna take this gold. I said, look, I, I'm gonna. oh, I said, it's gonna be your. And then And then they said, well, it's not worth anything. I said, well, what are you talking about? It's gold. They said, uh uh, they said, they said, this is raw gold. And raw gold has too much that's attached to it that's not valuable. See, for some of y'all, you're so busy carrying other people and carrying their stuff that you got baggage that doesn't add any value. And you know what you have to do when you have baggage at the airport? You have to pay for extra bags. And for some of y'all, you keep having to pay more for stuff that's not even yours because you're trying to carry other people and their stuff. You ready? So look, so they said it's not worth, they said it's not worth anything until you put the gold into the fire. And when you put it into the fire, what can't handle the heat burns off. Which means anything that leaves your life is never lost. It just burned off. I'm going to talk over here because they don't shout over here. Everybody look at me. Everybody look at me. You didn't lose a friend. They burned off. You didn't lose a relationship. They burned off. You didn't lose a job. It It burned off. You did not lose that. It burned off. Look at me. If you don't see it as burning off, you'll be bitter. And you don't have to be bitter when I realize it just burned off. It just burned off. So look at the neighbor and say, don't be, don't be bitter. Say, it just burned off. You Ready? What can't handle the heat, it burns off. Then that same fire defines it, which means it shapes it. And after it shapes it, then it tests it, which means the same thing God uses to shape you is the same thing that God uses to test you. Which means this is why sometimes you'll feel like you're going through the same thing again. Is there anybody in this building online where you're looking at some areas of your life and you're like, no, no. I can't be going through this again, can I tell you? You're not, because the first time it was only to define you, but this time it's only to test you. And a test is at the end of every level, which means I've gotten to the end of this level and I'm getting ready to qualify for my next. Woo, please lay your hands on yourself and shout fire! Shout fire! you're not going through the same thing again. The first time was to shape you. The second time is to test you. And you only have a test when you get to the end of a level. So for everybody that's got a test, here's your praise. This doesn't mean I'm at the beginning. Can I get three people to run around this building for me, please? I got one, two, three. It's more than three. Come on, run. Why? I'm shouting, I'm shouting, uh uh-uh, right here, come here, come here, right here. I'm shouting, and I'm giving God glory, because I'm not at the beginning. This test means I'm at the end, and I'm about to go up, because what's the definition of fire? Up! What's the definition of fire? Up! Where you about to go? Up! Where's your money going? Up! Where's your family going? Up! Where your relationships going? Up! Let's go. Number three. Number three. God uses fire to make you aware. I gave you a simple one right there. Your ages, He ameliorates you, and fire makes you aware. It is possible to be present but not be aware. It's possible to be alive and not be aware. First Corinthians 13, excuse 3 and 13 says, each one's work will be clearly shown, aware, for what it is. Sometimes you can think it's something that it's not. And the only way you find out what it is, is God says, let me set it on fire. Sometimes you can think you found your soulmate. And really they were a sailmate. Let's talk. But you don't find that out until he sets it on fire. Sometimes, sometimes, you ready? Sometimes you can think, you you ever thought, you ever thought, like, okay, this this is the opportunity I've been waiting for my whole life. You're like, this is it, this is it, this is it. And then I was like, okay, let me set it on fire. And if it can last the fire, it might be that. Look look at what the scripture says. Each one's work will be clearly shown for what it is, not the potential of what we hope it is, but what it is. See, sometimes you can say, "I'm strong. I'm strong." God says, "You strong? (laughs)
1: Let's
0: set you on fire. Let's see how strong you are." Because sometimes it's easy for you. Sometimes, everybody look at me. Sometimes you can become a, a you can become a very arrogant Christian. What I mean by that? You look at other people, you just need to fight, and you just need to pray, and you just need to worship, and you just need to do this. I'm trying to tell you. And then God is like, oh. Well, I'm telling you this. I'm telling you that. Practice what you preach. (laughs) I forgot the rest of the words, but listen. Ready? God says, okay, you're going to have to practice what you preach. So all this rah, rah, rah you giving them, God says, I'm going to set you on fire and see if you're going to follow your own rah, rah, rah. Watch me. You ever had God set you on fire for the thing you just encouraged somebody else with? Because God's like, I'm going to show you what you really are. Because it's easy to talk it. But guess what? Guess what, church? We ain't just going to talk it. We're going to walk it like we are talking i wish you would get up in your house i wish you'd get up in this building and just take three steps like you're gonna walk it like you talking you gonna walk it like you talking you're gonna walk it like you talking let me see it let's go it is to be revealed or made clear or you be made aware with what? Fire. And the fire will test the quality and the character and the worth. See, fire sometimes so you, that ain't even worth all that. Okay. <laughs> oh. See, some, sometimes, 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 you, you, you. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know, right? I know. I already know. <laughs> Sometimes there's certain things that you lock yourself into mentally that it takes a fire to show you it ain't worth all that. It, it ain't worth all that. Like there's certain things you say, I can't do because my kids. I can't do because my this. I can't do because of this. I can't do because of this. I can't, I can't do because of this one. I can't do it because of this one. I, can't, I got to do it. And God is like, okay, let me show you what you really got. I'm going to set it on fire. And I'm going to show you how quickly they'll walk away from you. Y'all ain't going to say that to me? While you got all of this going on in your head, God says, I'm going to show you how quickly one conversation will make them turn on you. I'm going to set it on fire. And you got all of these boundary things you put in your mind. And one conversation will make them act a fool with you. And they don't even realize all of the things you've done internally to make sure that you can keep them protected, you've been setting yourself on fire to keep other people warm. And you can let one little thing make you walk away from me? Baby, Come on, Wednesday. God says, you need to see the quality, the character, and the worth. You need to see how good it is. You need to see what it is. You need to see if it's worth what you think it is. Okay? So God says, I'm going to make you aware. Say, "Fire fire makes me aware. So whenever you pray for clarity, God sends fire. Whenever you pray for protection, God sends fire. Come on here, Wednesday. Whenever you say, God, make me better, God sends fire. Which means the answer to most of your prayers is actually a fire. Because God is fire and fire is spiritual. When you say, God, I need you to show up in my life, he starts a fire. When you say, God, I need you to do something, he starts a fire. So what you're rebuking is actually your answer. What you're saying I'm sick and tired of is actually your answer. Come on, Wesley, I'm almost through. But would you please look over at somebody in the building online, type it in the comments, say fire is your answer. Last thing, last thing, last thing, last thing. God uses fire to advance you and accelerate you. This, 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 this is what blew my mind. This is where we ended on Sunday. This is where we ended on Sunday. I discovered something about fire. Because most of us, when we think of fire, especially this year, you think of Maui, the fires in Maui. And we pray for those that are dealing with those fires. But here's what I discovered. You ready? Now, come on, Wednesday. You're going to have to ride this ride with me. And I like roller coasters, and I like to sit, not at the very front, but we're going to be about three, four rows back. I ain't getting at the very front, because if something's going to go down, somebody got to go before me. I'm just saying, the Bible says he's a wall of fire around me, and if this is about to fall off, you got to go first. I'm just saying, I got souls to say, I got the work of the Lord to do. Let's get at the front. Oh, no, oh, no, no. Let's get in the second row. I'm just saying, I ain't getting in the very front. (laughs) I'm so serious, too. The front is open. Y'all gone. We're going right here on this fourth row. (laughs) Because I need time to see it happen to somebody else so I can respond. I need to see it go wrong, so I got time to pray and ask God for a strategy. (laughs) Okay, all right, let's go. Let's go. Here's what I discovered. I discovered, I discovered this. This is so crazy to me. That every fire isn't a wildfire. In the natural, there's something called controlled burns. They're also known as prescribed burns, which means sometimes the prescription to your problem is a fire. Oh, my God. A controlled burn is a fire that is set intentionally, intentionally, intentionally as a tool for forest management. Pay attention. Sometimes they'll say there's too much debris in this forest. So to clean up all of the trash, to clean up all of the debris, to clean up all of the mess we're about to start up. A... so for some of you, you keep saying God change my life, God get this mess up my life get God says I am and I'm going to start a fire then it's used as a fire suppression tool to decrease future hotter fires which means if I put you on fire now, the next one won't have to be as hot because we got rid of all of the debris in the trash that would have fueled the fire for being hotter let me see if I can give you a good place to give God worship right through here God says I put you on fire this month because where you're headed next month is about to blow your mind come on Wednesday in the building and online Would you just touch somebody close to you and say, "God's about to blow your mind"? Put it in the comments. God's about to blow your mind, and He had to set me on fire this month, and He had to set me on fire this month because what's ahead is about to blow my mind. Let's go. It's used control burns or controlled fires or prescribed burns, Facebook, YouTube, app, website, they're used for farming. Pay attention. Whenever they want um, the crops to produce, sometimes what they will do is to get a greater harvest, they'll set part of it on fire. See, for some of y'all, you're like, but bishop, I didn't done all this seed sowing, but it looks like my life is on fire. It's a prescribed burn, it's a controlled burn. God says this harvest is gonna be bigger. So I had to set some of it on fire. So come on, say he's about to increase my seed. Okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go. Can I give you the rest? Can I give you the rest? Y'all gotta talk to me, can I give you the rest? All right, let's go, okay, it's restoration, restoration. This means to return areas and ecosystems to their state before depletion. But wait a minute, this is a jubilee year. Emancipation, celebration, fire. Restoration. So God says, I'm about to give it back to you better. But watch me. But you would have held on to what you had. So I set what you had on fire. I'm about to run for myself. So I set what you had on fire. Would you look at somebody and say, He set what you had on fire? Say, That's the only way you let it go. I set it on fire to make you let it go, because what I'm about to do is go. Let's go. (laughs) Okay, let me get this next one, let me get this next one. See, for some of y'all, you hold on to everything you have so tight because you have to fight to get what you have. You hold on so tight, because you're a fighter. I'm a fighter. Do you know what I've been through? You know what I had to go through? So you're a fighter. You get a phone and you hold on to it, but that's why you still got an iPhone 4. Because ain't nobody going to take this phone. This is the first phone I got. Ain't nobody going to take this phone. And God is like, but we're about to go to 15. So, so if, so if, so sometimes God says, well, the only way I can get you to let it go is to set it on fire. Because when something's on fire in your hands, you know what you do? You drop it. And you better hear me on Wednesday night. There's certain things God says, since you wouldn't drop it voluntarily, I set that junk on fire, junk, J-U-N-T. I set that junk on fire to make you let it go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go. Let's go. Here's the next one. Y'all with me?
1: Yes,
0: Greenhouse grass abatement. Now that was interesting. Greenhouse grass is basically what makes the, the the earth hotter. So God says, there's some things that I needed to stop from getting in your atmosphere. So I use the fire to stop certain things from shifting your atmosphere. In other words, you were trying to pull certain people, places, things and ideas in your atmosphere, but they would have actually disturbed your atmosphere. So I put you under a prescribed burn to keep your atmosphere good. Look at me. You're not missing anything. Their absence is actually your blessing. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go stimulates, stimulates the germination of some desirable forest trees. In other words, God says, I will, I I will set certain things on fire. Remember, natural things teach us spiritual principles. I will set certain things on fire um, because there's only certain things I want to keep growing. Desirable trees, which means I don't want everything. I don't want all of that to grow. Because, see, some of that, some of that, see, you got a little attitude up in there. See, some of that, you got a little pride up in there. See, some of that, you got a little, watch me, you got a little laziness up in there. Because you're doing better than the rest of your family, so you've begun to get lazy. Let's talk. Sometimes there's, there's things in there. So God says, I don't want everything to grow. So I will give a prescribed fire that will only allow the germination of the desirable trees. Which means these are the only things that are going to continue to grow. Which means God says, I will use a fire to bring the best out of you. Come on, say, say this. We're almost done with say Say, he's bringing the best out of me. Now, my shout comes, my shout comes, my shout comes with these, with these last two. Just my shout. Say, so where's your shout, Bishop? Where's your shout? Bishop? These last two. These last two. These last two. Because these last two, here it is. These last two, let's go. These last two reveal soil mineral layers, which increases, listen, listen, seedling vitality, thus renewing the forest. I'm going to say it again, and I got to say it slow because it's a lot of words. Reveals soil mineral layers, which increases seedling vitality. Which means if he gives seed to the sower, I got seed in the ground, but I need my soil to be high quality. Thus it renews the forest. In other words, God says, When well, I want you to reinvent yourself. Would you please touch somebody on the shoulder and say, you're about to reinvent yourself. The you you are in August is not going to be the you you're going to be in September. Your October you ain't going to be your September you. Your November you ain't going to be your October you. Your December you ain't going to be no November you. I'm about to set you on. Okay, 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 here we go, here we go. Now this one is, this one was really, this is the one that really shouted me. This one really shouted me. Some trees are pyrescent. You see, the, you see the prefix pyro, subject to catching fire. Fire, that's literally the prefix of that word is the Hebrew meaning of the word fire. Some trees are pyrescent, meaning fire, opens them up to disperse more seeds. Why does this make you shout? Because if I'm about to disperse more seed, this means I'm about to get more harvest. And I came to tell some of y'all, he let the fire open you up, because you're about to sow, and this is bigger than money, you're about to sow faithfulness, sow consistency, sow loyalty, sow love. Somebody say, I'm about to sow more than I've ever sown before. Which brings us, which brings us to the very end. Who else did God put in a controlled burn? Who else did God put in a prescribed fire? We looked at them on Sunday. Shadrach. Meshach. (laughs) And Abednego. Abednego. Now, because some of y'all be saying Abednego, that ain't it. It's Abednego. Do you hear me? So pay attention. Who controls fire? God. Who is fire? God. Who starts fire? God. Who doesn't have control of fires? The enemy. So if Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were put into a burning, fiery furnace that's seven times hotter than normal, who did that? God. Who was the fire? God. So could the fire ever kill him? No. Why? The fire was God. Is your fire going to kill you? No. Why? Your fire is God. I ain't scared of no fire. All you did was take me to my God. Look at your neighbor, please. I'm done. Say so I ain't scared of no fire. My God is the fire. So let's look. Let's look. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. They are thrown, I talked to this on Sunday, into the fiery furnace. The Bible says they fell bound because they tied them up into the fiery furnace. And it was seven times hotter than normal. But this was a controlled fire. This was a prescribed burn. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they said this to King Nebuchadnezzar. King Nebuchadnezzar, whose name means protect my child. God is so passionate about you that even your problems are for your protection. See, this is why, this is why, why do we have to excuse like, bless the Lord at all times? Because, because even my problem is working for me. Even what's against me is really for me. You know what I found out? The only way to gain muscle was that you had to have resistance. Which means the only way that I get stronger is that I have resistance, the only way I get better is that I have resistance. So, you ready? See, for some of y'all, God says, you've been doing a lot of cardio. You've been doing a lot of running, but I'm about to let you do some strength training. Look at the person next to you and say, you're about to be stronger than you've ever been. You're going to be walking around like this in the spirit, talking about I wish somebody would. Just head and shoulders, knees and toes. Head, shoulders, knees and toes. No necks. No necks. We have a no neck spirit. (laughs) Let's go. Three of them are thrown into the fire. Who's watching? Daniel. Daniel's their friend. Daniel's recording, but the Lord won't let Daniel help them. He only lets Daniel record what happens to them. There are certain people you've wanted to help you that God says all they're going to do is be a scribe. I won't let them help you because I need somebody to record what I'm about to do for you. Which means they'll be able to look back and they'll tell you, yeah, you was really going through it. And part of you going to be like, and you didn't do nothing to help. But God wouldn't let them help him. He wouldn't let him help them. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are thrown into this fire, and the Bible says they fell bound into the burning fiery furnace. And here's why they fell, because the men that went to throw them into the fire, when they got close to the fire, the Bible says that the fire burned them because it was seven times hotter than normal. But who controls the fires? Who is fire? If it's seven times hotter, that's seven times more of God. But seven is a biblical number of shalom. But wait a minute, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute, wait a minute. I've been teaching you what the month of September means, and the word septum, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. The, the word septum, it means seven. So even though we're in the ninth month of the calendar year, septum means seven. So if the fire is seven times hotter than normal, we can use deductive logic to rigor. Come on, connect the dots. Somebody say, it was September. Y'all ain't said nothing to me, Wednesday. Look at the neighbor, touch him and say, it was September. So this fire was their September. <laughs> this fire was their September. Ready? This fire was their September. So pay attention. Sadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. You picked the wrong punishment. But the truth is, there's no punishment you could have picked that would have ever been able to harm me. Because you tried to put my homeboy, Daniel, into a lion's den. But Jesus is the lion of the tribe. You ready? (laughs) There's nothing. Look at the neighbor. Please tell them this. We got to go. Say there's nothing that can be done to you that does not help you. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. It's impossible. Imposible in español. That's all I got. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego fell bound into the burning fiery furnace. Everybody stand in the building in the line. They they fell bound into the burning fiery furnace, seven times hotter than normal. Seven, not only septum, September, seven is the biblical number of shalom. Nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking, all is well. So this means if they're in the fire, Uh the fire, look at me, is about to bring them. Look at me, look at me. you looking at what your fire took. You, you never paid attention to what your fire brought. Okay, 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 okay. Lift both your hands and open your mouth. Say, my fire's bringing me something. Your fire is about to bring you your peace, about to bring you your joy, about to bring you your favor, gonna bring you your next opportunity. Please on three, holla fire. One, two, three, fire. Put a praise behind it in this building and no land. Shout it again, shout fire. Shout it again, shout fire. Let's go. Everybody's standing. It's building and online. Listen, listen. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego. I'm ready to go. Listen. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are Babylonian names, which means they were given a label. And sometimes, you ever, I remember, I remember, um, I remember as a kid. Um, when you could have I don't know that they even let you have real fireplaces anymore Did they let you have real fireplaces anymore? No. Yeah. I remember, anybody remember real fireplaces? Yeah. And remember how you'd get that you'd get the real wood but remember how you'd get that little block the, was it Duraflame? And remember how look at me remember how you leave it in the package and set the package on fire? Yeah. What did God do to Shadrach, Meshach and Abednego? They had labels that were put on them, and God put them in the fire, in the package, why? Because their real names had to be revealed. Shadrach's name is Hananiah, which means grace. Watch me, Meshach's name is Mishael, which means provision. And Abednego's name is Azariah, which means favored and helped by who? God. But they had these labels. What labels do you have on you? I'm just this. I'm just that. I screwed this up. I messed this up. I'm just this. I do this. Then God says, I'm going to get this label up off of you. But I'm going to put you in the fire, in the package, so that I can burn this label off of you. See, other people don't even understand. Your fire, look at me, isn't punishment. Your fire is not punishment. Your fire is making you better. Your fire is for your purpose. Wednesday, we got to go, but say, my fire is not punishment. Say, it's making me better. Look at me. Look at me. Now, Seberate Meshach and Abednego, Hananiah, Azariah, Mishael. They told the king, oh, king, the Lord is going to deliver us out of your hand. He's able, and he will. But even if he doesn't, yeah. now I said this on my pop up today. Let's just be honest. You already know they were counting right. on God keeping them out that fire. Yeah. Yeah. You ever declared something like, and I know God's going to come through, and I know he's going to do it, I know he's going to do it, and it got right down to the time God was, you needed God to do it, yeah. and you looked and you me like, <laughs> Lord, I was just saying, I if you didn't do it, I would just tell you I'd still love you, but I didn't mean I didn't want you to do it. Wednesday, I'm not the only one that's up. Like, Lord, I was telling you I was going to praise you at all time, but I, but dog, I didn't, uh, dog on. So imagine their disappointment as they're getting tied up. Uh, imagine Hannah and I looking over at Ezra like, you shouldn't have said that. I mean, it's, we. We should have just told them we need it. We, just, we shouldn't have said that. Look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Imagine their disappointment. Imagine as they're walking toward the fire thinking, man, this is it. It's over. It's, it's over. Imagine them thinking any second God's going to do it. 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 And it's getting hot. It's getting hot. It's getting hot. It's getting hotter. It's getting hotter. They get up to the door. The fire kills the people around them. See, some of you keep thinking your experience is going to be theirs. You're looking at what somebody else went through thinking it's going to be the same for you. Come on, I'm done, but I need you to open up your mouth and say, that's not happening to me and mine. They failed. They failed. That ain't going to be your story. It didn't work for them. It didn't work for them. That's not going to be your story. Let's go. So they in there, and they bound. Come on, come on, uh, Azariah. Come on, come on, and Michelle. And then I'm, I guess I'm I okay? So they so they bound. they walking up in there. And they're, oh, my God. But well, wait a minute. This should be hurting us. Oh, wait, a minute. wait a minute, hold the music, hold the music, hold the music, hold the music, one second, wait a minute. This should be hurting us. This should be painful. We should be sad. We should be upset. We should be angry. We should be hollering. We should be acting a fool. But what's crazy is that this fire is what's actually setting me through. Because what was supposed to hurt me is about to help me. I feel like closing right through here. Would you look over at somebody and say what was supposed to hurt you is about to help you. So they're walking. They're walking and then all of a sudden as they're walking, Bible Bible says the king Nebuchadnezzar looks and there's a fourth man that's in the fire Nebuchadnezzar like didn't we put three in there how was it four Deuteronomy four Isaiah four be a good church four is the biblical number of creativity which means God says in the fire I'm going to get creative I'm about to create a position for you I'm about to create an opportunity for you I'm about to create a loan for you I'm about to create new rules for you I'm gonna use the fire to create something that was not there in the first place in the comments, just type he's creating he's created in the building you got one more touch your neighbor say God's about to create something for you so what did he create Daniel 3:30 thank you said back me I been to go in Jesus Then the king promoted. Look at me. Look at me. All they look at me. All they asked, all they said, all they said, all they said was the, the Lord will deliver you from our, deliver us from your hands. But God says, I'm gonna use this fire to take you up. They went in as servants, they left as governors. So whenever you say, God, take me up, God says, I'm about to start a fire. Now, I said you got one more. You just really got one more this time. I just need you to find the most on fire person around you and just touch him on the shoulder and say, your life is about to go up. In the comments, your life is about to go up. 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 This is the lowest you ever going to see your neighbor. Take a picture. You better enjoy this moment because your life is about to go. It's about to go. It's about to go. Point to somebody tell them it's about to go. In the comments, it's about to go. And we're about to go home. Tonight, with your heads bowed, eyes closed in this building and online, if you need to become a Christian for the first time, tonight's your night. Secondly, if you're giving your life to the Lord, you've not been faithful tonight's your night to come back to him. Thirdly, be like Bishop I don't know where things stand with God, but I want to be sure wherever you're at, on the count of three in the building, slip your hand up online, do the hand with emoji and say it's me. No guilt, no condemnation, no shame. One, two, three, if that's you, hand up in this building online, do the hand with emoji and say it's me. Come on, church, we're a church that celebrates people coming to the Lord. Everybody, 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 pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, thank you for dying in my place. Thank you for your love for me. I confess with my mouth, and I believe in my heart that you're my Lord and my Savior. Give me the grace to be a faithful Christian from this day forward. If I fail or if I fall, give me the grace to get right back up again. Today is the beginning of the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. We just pray that prayer recommitted yourself to the Lord, or you're now sure, you take out your phone, you text HARVEST at 55498, or you scan that QR code, and when you do that, we're gonna shoot you a text, you're gonna enter the option for salvation. Let me walk you through what to do next that you've given your life to the Lord. Bishop, I didn't feel nothing, you didn't have to. Feelings aren't facts. Feelings aren't facts. Today, I felt like eating a whole pint of ice cream. No, I did, because it was only 300 calories. (laughs) Huh? I sure did. I tore that thing up. It's only 300 gallons. My point is, <laughs> feelings aren't facts. <laughs> feelings aren't facts. You don't have to feel anything. It's a fact that you are now saved. Saved from hell, saved from yourself, saved from figuring things out on your own. Wherever you're at tonight, you do that. Secondly, some of you are saved, but you need a shepherd. You don't have to live in Denver or Atlanta. You can live anywhere across America, around the world, be a part of the Harvest family. All you do is text Harvest to 55498 or scan the QR code and enter the option to join HC. We'd love for you to be a part of the family. It's spiritual. He said, Bishop, but I haven't met you. You don't have to. It's spiritual. And what does spiritual mean? It's not bound by natural laws. Time. Some of you are going to watch this months from now. You're going to be like, oh, my God, that's my shepherd. Location. You don't have to be in Denver or Atlanta. Majority of Harvest has never been in the building. You got it? All right. All um, right. Tonight, I want you to get your communion elements. They were on your seat. Communion is reserved for believers. So if you're not saved, this is one meal you shouldn't take. The Bible says that we shouldn't approach communion casually. It says, for this reason, many of you sleep or you're dying early because of how you approach communion. It's the blood and the body of Jesus. For those of you that are part of my online family, you can literally order it and we'll send it to you. Totally free. You just pay the shipping. Um, shipping is 4,321 <laughs> i am just joking. You know, them shipping costs are what up. I remember when a stamp was, you know, 30-something cents. What's the stamp now? Too high. Listen. But well, we'll send it to you. For those of you, uh, um, Bishop, why these elements? Why can't I just go to the store and get some juice and crackers? Because these elements have been blessed and prayed over. Communion is something that we should approach with reverence. Just peel that first layer back and lift it up towards heaven. On the night Jesus betrayed, he held that bread and said, this is my body which is broken for you. Father, thank you for your sacrifice 2,000 years ago. We eat now in remembrance of what you've done for us. Father, as a bishop in your church, transform these elements to your blood and body. In Jesus' name, you can receive the bread. Peel that next layer back. hallelujah same night Jesus was betrayed just lifted towards heaven Jesus held up a chalice of wine similar to what's in my hand and he said this is my body which is broken this is my blood the blood of a brand new covenant his blood goes on red but it makes us white as snow song said sin has left a crimson stain you know the rest but he washed them How? whiter than snow. It's a new beginning. It's a fresh start. In Jesus' name, you can receive the juice. You can pass those elements to the end of your row. Hallelujah. Listen, if you came in late, you weren't able to give, get that ready. If you want a soda seal, get that ready. What's our seed tonight? Our seed tonight is 29. 29 is our seed. Two for witness, nine for birthing, fruitfulness, and productivity. That's our seed tonight. 29. You said, Bishop, I want to do more than that. I want to do 290. Do it. Bishop, I want to do 92, do it. And this is just your this is just your fire seed. We're going to use that term over and over again a lot this month. I love you, Wednesday. How can you sew it? Use the cash app dollar sign, Bishop Form at the number two. PayPal, Zelle, GiveLify. That's available. Hello at harvestchurch.church. You can scan the QR code too. Bishop, what is sewing the seal? First Samuel chapter nine, when the man of God gave them instructions that spoke to their situation, they sewed into it to seal it. I never did that before May of 2022. And God said, son, you're going to do that every prayer. You're going to do that every service. I said, God, every time? He said, Yep. He said, because I'm going to start releasing wealth into the hands of the people of Harvest. And since I've obeyed him, I've seen the people that I lead blessed in an abundant way. You read the praise reports for yourself. You see it for yourself. And by a praise, how many of you got your own praise report? And for some of you may say, Bishop, it feels like my seed's not working. The seed never sleeps. Your seed never slumbers. For some of you, what your seed did, what did we just learn about fire? What your seed did is that your seed opened you up. And for many of you, your seed is clearing the trash. Like, why give abundance? Why give abundance and you haven't learned how to budget? So sometimes your seed is working by restricting what you can do. Y'all ain't going to say that to me. And it only does that so that it can bring abundance that you'll know what to do with. Your seed is always working. It's always, and I'm a sower, and it's always working. Lift your giving to the Lord in the building and the line. Say, I'm a faithful giver. That's why I flourish. I sow to seal the word I've heard. In Jesus' name. Thank you for fire. It makes me aware. It advances me. It accelerates me. It ameliorates me. It's my aegis. In Jesus' name. Amen. Y'all got two new words you can use tomorrow. Ages and ameliorate. I got you covered. Listen, I got you covered. Bastards are passing here Wednesday night uh, in Grape Street online. If you need to hop off of the street to give, you can do that or scan the QR code. I'll see you tomorrow for the pop-up. Bishop, what time you going live for the pop-up? You gotta get our app so that you know when I'm going live. Text Harvest to 55498. On your way out, hug two or three people. Tell them that you love them. And uh, make sure you stay connected because tomorrow's gonna be a day with some great announcements. I love you. Have a good night. Shalom, everybody.
1: Did you make a decision to become a Christian for the first time or recommit your life to Jesus? We want to help you make Christianity a lifestyle and not just a hobby. So just text the word decision to 55498 and we'll send simple next steps so you know what to do next. We're praying for you and congratulations. Remember, your faithful giving is how we continue to bring life-giving messages like these to you. So bless what blesses you and our app or online at www.harvestchurch.church forward slash give. Remember to love God, love people, and love life.
0: Every day my company gets scam phishing emails trying to get money or sensitive info. I wanted to protect my employees and my clients, so I checked out SISA's Secure Our World. They've got simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. First, teach employees to recognize and report phishing. Next, require strong passwords plus multi-factor authentication. And finally, turn on automatic updates for your business software. To learn more, go to CISA at cisa.gov forward slash secureourworld. Every day my employees get scam emails. I wanted to protect my business and clients, so I checked out CISA's Secure Our World. They've got four simple ways we can protect our businesses from online threats. Learn more at cisa.gov forward slash secureourworld.